Kirk's played at a, a very high level, and he's done a lot of really good things throughout his career. I know who he is as a player, and I know what he's capable of, and part of our job as coaches is, is maximizing uh, a player's ability to go out every single Sunday and have success. So uh, I feel like that's going to be an advantage for us as we build our system offensively, make sure we really focus on the things Kirk does well, which I, I do think are a lot of aspects of playing the position. Um, and help him, help him uh, on a daily basis, connect with his team, lead us, be completely uh, a quieted mind quarterback that can go play because he's talented enough to go do that uh, and putting him in the best possible situations to have success. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network, the voice there of Kevin O'Connell, new head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, talking about Kirk Cousins. He's one of the quarterbacks that could be on the move this offseason, Joe G, Nick Ashew joining me on this Friday. Uh, and we got this is a fun topic. We're excited for this one. Dive into the quarterback market. And Nick, it's amazing watching all the rumors out there and, and how this is it's just it's changed so much. You know, 10 years ago, star quarterbacks, other than like the rare Peyton Manning, he's really old and we got cut because he got hurt, or or Brett Favre, yeah. you know, old quarterbacks, that always happened. But, like, in their prime quarterbacks, like a Matthew Stafford, and now, you know, who knows, we'll dive in a bunch of names here, this, this segment, just never change teams. Like, teams would never move on from their franchise quarterback. Now, Nick, I, I have a theory that we're about to enter a new realm of the NFL. Brady kind of showed everyone, like, you don't need continuity. Just go to a new team, you can win. Now Matthew Stafford. This feels like the new norm in the NFL, the way NBA superstars move teams. I, I think we're going to get this now in the NFL. Yeah, and we have never talked about this directly. So the fact that what you just said, and we hinted at this before the show, we wanted to save it for the rest of this this segment, but you have said exactly how I agree with all of this. That's not really the right way to You've said exactly how I agree. That's not proper English. You have said exactly how I feel. There we go. There we go. My head is in fog right now. Thank you. I got the words out. It's, I'm pushing through here. But, you know, it's when you look at what Tom Brady did last year, and this is a topic I've been going on about really all season because you then had Matt Stafford go to the Rams. So that's back-to-back -back years now of a quarterback choosing where they go. Because remember, Matt Stafford had a say with the Lions in where he was going to go. I can tell you that Washington wanted him. He didn't want to go to Washington. Don't blame him. I would rather be going to the Rams as well. But he chose to go to the Rams. And Tom Brady chose, as a free agent, to go to Tampa. And they both win Super Bowls their first year there. This opens up the eyes to other quarterbacks that maybe aren't happy in their surroundings and going, why... Why do I need to stay here my entire career? Now, it's just, it's not that simple because if you're the organization on the other side of things, you're going, well, we don't want to get rid of you. We know how hard it is to find a franchise quarterback. That's why what you just said, like, we don't see this happen much because you don't get rid of franchise quarterbacks because it's impossible to find them anywhere. But it'll be really interesting to see as this offseason goes on. I really think we're going to have an NBA-style offseason with veteran quarterbacks, especially because the draft isn't considered very strong. You know, and on top of that, you have a little more leverage if you're a, a star quarterback where if you really say you're not going to show up, you can maybe force that team's hand a little bit to try and at least get a bunch of draft picks in return and say, fine, I guess this isn't going to happen. The, not every player in the NFL has leverage. There's a couple of stars out there like Jalen Ramsey forced a trade, and you have that occasionally. But really, the quarterbacks are the ones that have power in the NFL because most players in the NFL really don't have a lot of leverage or power. Yeah, and then the comparison to the NBA superstar, we brought up LeBron earlier and how much that Cavs team just fell apart without him. It We realize now, and NFL teams realize, like the quarterback position, we always knew it's valuable. 
But like, think about the Brady thing in Tampa. They were a seven and nine team with Jameis Winston. They they changed very little besides quarterback. They drafted an offensive lineman. Like the team was mostly the same. Yeah. And they, they yeah. won the Super Bowl. Like you changed that position. Yeah. The Rams. Yes. Now the Rams were good with Jared Goff, but they had a glass ceiling. They bring Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford and boom, Super Bowl. So so teams realize this now. We're going to see a lot of movement. So Zach is producing us today. He's going to throw some quarterback names at us that are kind of in this rumor mill right now. And uh, and you and I, Nick, can try to guess where we think they might end up when this offseason uh, ends here. Zach, who are we starting with? All right, the first name I wanted to throw at you guys is Jameis Winston. There was a video uh, that dropped of him working out, uh, coming back uh, from the ACL injury. And I think with Jameis, it's interesting. Last year in New Orleans, I believe if he stays healthy the whole season, I think the Saints were a playoff team. He was playing the best football uh, of his career, really most efficient, really limiting down on the interceptions. Where do you think he ends up? So it's interesting. So you're right. He was limiting interceptions last year. They were winning, and they were 5-2 and two with him. I agree with you. They probably make the playoffs last year if he stays healthy. But he was only throwing for about 160 yards a game. Like, they weren't asking him to throw as much and to ruin games, like more of a game manager. I'll throw, a name, I'll throw a team at you. <laughs> I will throw the Pittsburgh Steelers out there. I think I could see Pittsburgh drafting a quarterback, but maybe if it's like a Malik Willis, a lot of people don't think he's quite ready yet. Jameis kind of holds the seat. That, that's what I see, Nick. I see Jameis as probably starting again, but, like, he's a seat warmer rather than he's our guy. Yeah, I with with all the different openings that are going to be out there, I actually still think going back to New Orleans on a short-term deal mm-hmm. might make sense because there is a comfort level. Now, I know Sean Payton's not there anymore, and that was one of the big reasons why that made sense to me was because you had Sean Payton who would try to put him in a position to succeed, like Zach just brought up, which which makes sense. But, you know, you still have a, a coach that was promoted within the organization that has at least some semblance of a relationship with him. I would not be surprised if you see Jameis Winston on like a one or a two-year deal going back to New Orleans. Very little money because he's coming off of a torn ACL. So it's very low risk, but probably higher reward for New Orleans in the short term. All right. The next name I'll throw at you guys is Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, he brought (laughs) the 49ers to uh, the NFC Championship game. I'm curious to see what the market is for him and what teams are willing to give up for him. Uh, Nick, I'll throw it over you to start. So, being in Washington, this name gets thrown around a lot. I I could see him in a place like Washington short-term. Because what you're going to do is probably draft somebody and overreach for somebody in this draft, like a Malik Willis. Kenny Pickett may not fall past the Panthers, it's sounding like, at this point, at six. So, I don't think Washington's going to trade up to go there. I certainly hope they don't. But... They may look at this and say, let's find a quarterback we can develop. Maybe they wait till the second round and somebody falls and are able to do it. And Jimmy G is their bridge quarterback with Taylor Heineke as the backup uh, for the short term. It's not exciting, but I know how Washington operates, even with a, you know, there's actually grownups running the organization after the owner. The owner is a complete disaster. And we, that's a whole other conversation that we can certainly have. But, you know, they, they can sell this as, hey, we just brought in a quarterback that's been to a Super Bowl that went to another NFC Championship game. Look at what he's done. We don't look at the fact that it took him till the NFC Championship game to throw a single touchdown in the entire playoffs or the injuries on top of that and how he can't stay healthy. This just has the feeling of Washington trying to bring him in. And I've talked to a couple people that say he could make close to $40 million on a short-term deal on the open market right now because people are still that desperate for quarterbacks. I know it's an insane number, but that does exist because that's how inflated and bloated the salaries are for even average quarterbacks right now. So I think the Washington uh, idea makes a lot of sense. It reminds me of Alex Smith, 
few years ago to Washington. And it's similar to the idea of like, all right, good team, Kansas City. They draft their next guy. That was Patrick Mahomes. Smith, they're, they're going to move on. It's the same thing, right? Trey Lance is, is kind of the Mahomes of San Francisco now. They think he's going to be the guy. And they move on from, yeah. from the, the new Alex Smith. I could see it being Washington. Let me throw one more at you that I think he could fit. I, the Colts, to me, feel like a team, if they upgraded quarterback, and, and we'll get to them, mm-hmm. I'm sure, and what's going to happen with their current guy. <laughs> they, they're they good. Like, their roster's good. Like, they can win in the playoffs if they get better quarterback player or a guy they trust. But I don't know if they want to trade ones. They just lost their first-round pick in this year's draft because of Wentz last year. So, like, they might get connected to bigger names. I'm not sure if they're interested in dumping three more ones on a quarterback. Garoppolo could cost less than that. I, I could yeah. see the Colts viewing Garoppolo as a more steady – just, you know, less variance Carson Wentz. Like, game manager, mm. you can win with him, pretty yep. good. I could see Garoppolo in, in Indianapolis with the Colts. And I'll say this, too. reason why I like that is a good fit for him as well is you've got that run game with Jonathan Taylor. So you're right. going to go sort of the 49ers route and run the ball more like Kyle Shanahan's done. If, if you're Frank Reich, you're looking at that going, I'm just going to emulate what they've done right now because I've got Jonathan Taylor in my backfield. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, sticking with the Colts, let's just get right into it. Carson Wentz, there was a report uh, that dropped a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago, I should say, that he's uh, likely uh, to be either traded or cut. If he is, uh, if the Colts do move on, where would the best uh, spot for him be? Because Nick brought it up, um, you know, when he got to Indianapolis, that was the place for him. That was looking like an ideal fit. And he was just mad considering uh, the situation he was in. So, uh, Joe, where does Carson Wentz end up next year? Here's a theory for you. Now, if he gets traded somewhere, obviously that team, he'll play for that team. If he gets cut, I won't be surprised if Carson Wentz retires. Carson Wentz Jeez. has other interests, right? He has a, a okay. thing where he gives back to the community, uh, the food trucks. He has um, he has varied interests. Besides, he has a, a hunting show with his brother. He's made a hundred and something million dollars in the NFL. He he went to the Colts because it was the one team that had someone that he connected with, Frank Reich. He does. There's not many ex-Eagle offensive coaches around the NFL that like that's Carson's guy. I I don't know where he'd go, and I question oh. Nick after all the money he's made if he wants to go to like the Texans or the Panthers and warm the seat for a rookie quarterback. Like unless a team yeah. wants him as their guy, I don't know if he's going to do the I'll compete for a job thing. I wouldn't be shocked if Carson Wentz just goes home. That's an interesting theory that I have not heard, and that would be the second Colts quarterback to retire early and and shock everybody. Um, uh, Two very different circumstances, obviously. I just don't think he's a starter anymore, and it's a shame. I look, I I, you probably viewed him differently because you watched him in Philadelphia, and he frustrated the hell out of you. Uh, I really wanted to see him succeed. I want to want to see more successful quarterbacks in the NFL. I think it's good for the league. I thought that was really going to work. I don't have any confidence that he can be a starter anymore in this league. So if he doesn't retire, I think it's more likely he goes somewhere as a as set up knowing he's going to be a backup. Yeah, it's fascinating. Let's hit one more here, Zach. Who, who are we going with? Uh, Deshaun Watson's name has also been in the news. I know there's still a lot to sort out uh, with him and, and his legal issues, but the Buccaneers and the Vikings were really the two teams that he's been linked to. So I'll ask – do you guys see Deshaun Watson playing football next year? And if you were a team looking for a quarterback on the market right now, like would you be willing to, to make a move for him? There's no way I would trade for him. I, I, no. I To make him the face of the franchise, a franchise is crazy. Uh, I'm sure someone will, Nick, because this is what NFL teams do. They put aside everything right. to try to win. I, I wouldn't trade for him. And as far as playing next year, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see what the de- deposition says. I think there's a suspension coming regardless of the legal stuff. 
I, I don't know how you could touch him. You just don't. There's so many things that play out with this. As like, I always have this rule of like talent outweighing the headache or the distraction. I, even as good as his talent is, there is so much more off the field going on right now. You can't give up any assets for something like that. And the quarterback is the, is the face of your franchise. Like that's what yes. everyone sees. This how is many questions? He's going to have to answer so many questions on a consistent basis if that happens. It, it, yeah, I would want no part of it if I was running an NFL yeah. team. Coming up next, let's talk some NBA. Big picture at the All-Star break. Trista Crick, Bet MGM tonight, joins us on the other side right here on BetQL Daily. Hey, it's Joe Ostrowski from BetQL Daily, 9 to noon Eastern. Download the free Odyssey app now to watch and listen to the Daily Tip. BetQL Daily, you better you bet, and bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network.